Hey, what's up, guys? This is Sean Danielson from Smile Empty Soul, and you are listening to The Anthony Rogers Show. You are now listening to the best show in the universe, The Anthony Rogers Show. You probably wish that this was your show, but it's not. It's The Anthony Rogers Show. Tell all of your friends to listen to this show. Hey guys, this episode is sponsored by Hemperbox. Hemperbox is a subscription-based, uh, I guess, marijuana accessory company. It's really cool though. You are so I think the subscription is like thirty-three bucks a month, and you get at least a hundred bucks worth of like awesome stuff, like like bongs and papers and filters and lighters and just a lot of cool stuff and accessories that you'll like and it changes every month so you should go look up hamburger box and get a subscription man welcome back to the greatest show in the entire universe um i'm joining you from outside of earth as you can tell this is real um we have a huge huge star uh he shouldn't have said yes to this interview actually he's so big uh he's going backwards over being on here uh sean danielson from a smile soul how you doing man i'm great man thank you for having me how you doing Good man, and we got we got the singer this time, so we're popping off. Like we got the, like I mean, we got the, like, like the main guy. That's crazy, man. I love your band, dude. To be honest with you, I'm gonna start that off with that, like uh, positivity and stuff. Like you're, I, I was in like probably high school when your band came out, and I, and, um, I'm old now, but I, I fucking love, I fucking love that your band, dude. It's awesome. And I, I was looking up some shit recently, and like you're doing these acoustic things that are just amazing. Like Wonder Wall is fucking amazing, and like Bomb the Bottle acoustic was crazy awesome. Like people should look that up if they haven't already seen that. Thank you, man. I I appreciate that immensely, and uh. Thank you for making me feel super old. I, I am pretty old though, actually. So uh, me too. Yeah, it makes sense. When someone with a beard like yours tells <laughs> tells me that they've been listening since uh, since high school, <laughs> it's definitely a reminder of how how aged I am. Yeah, I feel like I'm looking into a mirror right now. <laughs> it's, it's like I know. We, we have the hat, the beard. They have like what the fuck? Like that's crazy. We, like a we got the long hair. We got the beard. We got the hat. I mean, if I just had the Hawaiian shirt, we'd be we'd be pretty close yeah we're like different we're different genres of vikings that's right <laughs> that's hilarious that's right. so what uh, uh so like what um this is super like you may have like you may have uh, answered like questions like this before but, like where, where did you come up with the band name like it's probably a typical last question but like the answer might be interesting you know where'd you come up with the band name like well actually uh when we first started out we were called something different that was terrible and um <laughs> we we had a we had a song called smile empty soul and uh oh. We, we came to a point where the terrible name had to go and and we we wanted a name that was unique since it just seems like everything's taken and it, you know this is 20 years ago but everything was already taken then it seemed like so um that that, that combination of words smile empty soul definitely seemed unique enough that there's no way that the dot com is taken on that and so we went with it that's that's hilarious it's how you start a business i mean it's basically the same way i guess you know, yeah yeah speaking of Oh, sorry, go ahead, brother. What were you saying? I was just saying it can't be taken, you know. Yeah. <laughs> speaking speaking of listening to you guys in high school, like uh, someone I went to high school with actually played drums for you. I don't know if they still do, but uh, Victor Rebus, like uh, he played drum. Yeah, uh, he he was in like drum line in my school when I was a kid. I think. Uh, really? Oh, you're a St. Louis guy. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, O'Fallon. We're both from O'Fallon. Like. Uh, that's that's awesome. Yeah, uh, I met him um, when he was playing with the band Hurt. That's right. And, yeah. Uh, and we did a couple tours together and then at one point i i needed a drummer and and uh he he came in and did did a handful of tours with us and did uh 
drummed on the Oblivion record as well. Yeah, I was uh, I was doing homework and I was watching YouTube videos and like I didn't even know this till I was like till I, I like I have to do some homework like otherwise I'll song an idiot. So I was watching all the music videos and stuff and I just seen him playing drums and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> it was it was like so funny. I'm like, is that is that Victor Rebus? That's hilarious. Like, I, I knew he was in Hurt and stuff and I talked to him like around that time when he when he joined that band. But like, it was uh, it's funny that um, it's, it was just funny seeing him in Spinal Soul to me. So I went to high school with that kid. It was just funny to me, like. One of those small world moments, you know. Dude, it was, it was crazy. Like, and you guys are still you're on tour right now, but you're like basically. Yep. Yeah, I'm in my RV right now here. Uh, beautiful RV bedroom that I got going on. Um, we're in somewhere in Minnesota. Um, we have a day off, and then tomorrow we play uh, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and uh, we're actually close to the end of this run. I think we we've got about four more shows, and then after this weekend we go home for like a month and a half and, and, uh, mix, finish mixing the new record and, and, uh, get that, get that uploaded and ready for launch on October 12th. And then we go back out October 22nd for, for another, like about a month. That's awesome. Is, is touring still fun after doing it for like 20 years or so? Like, is that or more, I don't know how long you've toured, but is it still, does it still have that fun to it? I don't, I, I'm just wondering that. Well, the sheen is definitely gone, you know, but, uh, <laughs> It, there's there's moments you know it's it's like you learn to appreciate different things about touring i think as you get older i mean you know in the beginning i was i was literally 21 i had just turned 21 when we left for our first tour and we were playing all you know we were on the radio our videos were getting getting uh you know spun on on television and all our we were on sold out tours and uh, we had a bunch of money and it was a very different thing. You know, we were just party, party, party on tour buses. And, you know, now things are just super different. You know, the, the, the rock world is way smaller. We're way smaller. Um, we roll with way less people. I have to do a lot more of the work, wear many, many hats, you know. Um, and I, 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 stopped, I stopped partying a, a long time ago. Um, so it's just a completely different experience now but there are still things that I, I i love about it um and moments that make it worth it there are definitely times that i would rather be home with my my wife and daughter um you know with the comforts the creature comforts of a of a house with with all the the, the amenities and all that but um there, there's great moments out here too yeah, your job's probably a lot cooler than most people's jobs. I just didn't know if the guy, like, like, like any, like maybe any job would get stale after a while. That's what I was wondering because, uh, but I just yeah. didn't know it's probably pros and cons. But, but yeah, I know it's interesting, man, to think about like that, like even around. And most of the comments in your YouTube videos are just like calling you guys like one of the most underrated bands of all time. It's just like literally like 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 two hundred comments in a row, just being like, I don't, I don't know how that's underrated if you have two hundred people telling you that. But, uh, <laughs> but, but it's kind of, it was kind of ironic seeing that because it was just like a bunch of comments like this is the most underrated band ever what the fuck like just like over and over again it was like it was like kind of a crazy like you give people a good vibe it seems like and they kind of like uh like uh, just hold on to that i guess you know it's like i'm interesting yeah well i mean we we've been doing the the complete diy thing for a long time um after after getting fucked over by you know record label after record label after record label and manager after manager after manager <laughs> Yeah, I but. just, I just decided I'm going to be our manager and I'm going to be our record label and we're going to just keep doing our thing that way. And therefore we don't have any financial backing, you know? So when we put out a new, a new record or a new single or a new video, there's, there's not a big money machine behind it, promoting it to people 
Um, it's literally just me uploading the video to our YouTube and posting the link on our Facebook, you know, and, and likewise with the music, it's literally me, um, uploading it to our, our digital distribution company. And then it goes out there and then I just promote the release of it on our Facebook and our Instagram and whatnot. So I think the reason people call us underrated is because we're not being pushed into any, in front of anybody's face, you know, we're not being... Oh shove down anybody's throat we're not getting any mainstream publicity or promotion it, it's just strictly underground in that sense and and uh it's just us doing it on our own in a, in a kind of small time way you know yeah it's like what i think like, what rate is, is a band underrated when like a bunch of people are saying it, it just didn't make any sense it was just like it was like super <laughs> ironic to see that like how is that like everybody's saying that so it's like uh, it, was, it was just a weird thing. Like I said, those acoustic, uh, back, the circle back a little bit, those acoustic um, videos you were uploading, man, are killer, dude. Those, I was just like, that was just, that was just brutally awesome, man. Like, I don't think I've ever heard bottom to bottle acoustic until I was doing homework on this. And I was like, I was like, wow. Like, I was like a, it was just killer, man. You you play the guitar great. The voice is great. It was, it was like just awesome, man, honestly. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, I, I uh, you know, I've, I've put a lot into the acoustic version of Smile Empty Soul over the years, and we've done, uh, several tours of just strictly acoustic and released, you know, a few records now of just strictly acoustic. It's just a fun kind of change of pace. You know, it's, it's nice to change it up and, and just go to that kind of mellow, mellow zone for a while sometimes. No, no, it's great. Yeah, it was weird. Cause like, I, cause I, I forgot how many good songs you guys had too. Like, you know, I mean, like I, I remember like a couple just because like it was like I just there's so many fucking bands and movies and whatever the fuck. You know, I mean, there's just so much entertainment. Oh yeah. Like giving you, and I went through that. I'm like, oh wow, this like brought me back quite a bit. I was just like, yeah, a lot of good songs. Man, you got a good catalog and stuff. That's crazy. You guys touring. And then like that. When you were telling me, you were telling me you're in an RV to truck stuff. Like I'm building a bus to live in an RV. So I was just like, like what, laughing about how similar the lifestyle is between like a comedian and like a uh, and like a musician. I just don't have to like bring up drums. Basically, is the only difference. Like in a school yeah. bus versus RV, I guess. It's like, I mean, it's just like a, it's like a funny. I was like, was, you're doing the same thing I'm doing. Basically, like I'm in an Airbnb right now. It's just, it was just funny hearing that. Like I, I just related to the, the artist type thing, you know. The road is the road, man. It's it's. uh you know, I'm sure we share quite a quite a bit of uh, similar lifestyles. You know, <laughs> yeah, we look like the same person. I was weird. That was just weird. Turn on the camera too. You like literally. I was like, I wasn't expecting the giant beard. They're like in the hair. It was just, it was just like hilarious. I was like, what the fuck? It was just, uh, it's just weird, man. Like, uh, I don't know. At one point, you're like, a, you're like a kid. You're so separated from the artist, and then all, all of a sudden, you like you're an artist, and it's just, I don't know. It's a weird vibe. It's like probably you felt when you saw when you met like one of your favorite bands or something. It's the same. It's like I don't know how to describe it, man. It's like weird being in the playing field. It's weird, you know. For sure, man. For sure, it was like a crazy vibe, and I still get excited. Like, I was like, "Man, I'm gonna have the dude from Swampy Soul on today, bro." You know, it was just like it was just like a cool vibe. You know, it's like this never get this podcast thing never gets old. You sound like the people, like I said, that uh, that, that should have said no to this show. You know, <laughs> like on this show, it's it has this crazy gift. Like your your band's huge, man. You guys kill it. Like, uh, and it's like awesome to like that you take the time to do something like this, man. It's like crazy, dude. I appreciate you. You know, even caring to have me on. Like I said, you know, uh, we are definitely not huge. You know, we we had a moment. In, in time that that we had that that big money machine behind us and and really got that that big push that has allowed us to 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 do what we do now in the DIY style that we do now and we're definitely just a hardworking you know regular dude kind of band at this point that just chugs along and does our thing and we appreciate the promotion you know like I said we we don't have uh, we don't have some some label spending a ton of money on promoting our new releases or promoting our tours or or whatever so uh you know when we get the opportunity to to, to do something that 
we'll promote our, our stuff. It's probably smart to accept it, even though, like I was telling you earlier, I, I turn down most interviews these days um, just because, you know, 18 plus years of, uh, of doing them. And it seems like the quality of interviews has, has gone down over the years. But, Are you saying uh, my green screen doesn't look good? I'm talking about the quality of the banter, you know, the quality. Oh, got of, you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, sometimes the, the quality of that type of stuff can wane. I don't, the, the green screen is great. dude. I I'm, <laughs> feels like, you know, feels like we're just in a space pod floating through as we're talking right now. And I, that's, that's good. I like that. You look like but, you're in the uh, gutter. You know, you look like you're in like a but, fancy cupboard, like <laughs> with all the wooden. <laughs> it looks like they, right. they're coming out of the Indian, right. like with the Indian in a cupboard or something. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And, but but like I said, I I saw your, you know, you hit me up talking about doing the interview, and I saw the yeah. beard, and I was like, well, you know, the the bearded ones have to stick together. So, <laughs> yeah, I felt like one of those like cheesy movies when like like the same person sees the same person in the same timeline. It was like like you like look like it was weird seeing the beard. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, so I'm like I'm like, is that me in the future or like what or past or what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, it was just <laughs> it was a weird vibe. Yeah. No, yeah. We're, we're actually just contacting you. He's like, yeah, uh, your vehicle, your extended vehicle warranty was expired. So we're just <laughs> oh, perfect. Perfect. I need, I'm going to need to up that. Yeah. Yeah. We want to sell you a, a warranty package. That's why we actually. <laughs> That's great. That'd be hilarious. If that was real. If I was just selling car warranties, like tell celebrities, like, just be like, well, uh, I don't know. I got to monetize that eventually. It's like, it seems like a promising idea. Yeah. Once you get them locked into the interview, that's when you pop the, the warranty, <laughs> extended warranty question on them. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. But we're getting ruthless these days. People stop answering their phones. We're going to get, get it locked You got to get creative with yeah. sales pitches. What was, uh, this is kind of a cheesy question, I know, but the answer, I think a lot of people may like, uh, what is like the, like one of these like scenarios where you're just like, wow, I'm a fucking rock star. Instead of like, I'm, I'm like, 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 I imagine there's like, as an artist, there's like a, I got to work at it, work at it, work at it. And then, wow, I'm a fucking, you know, the work paid off. Um, was there like a meeting somebody moment, a crowd moment, like a fucking show? I mean, what kind of like thing was just like, wow, I'm, a, I'm actually a fucking rock star. Like, well, I mean, we, we had a lot of those moments like back in the day when I was, you know, like I was telling you, we had the, the big the big label machine behind us. And I mean, you know, playing shows with uh, with bands that we grew up listening to and looking up to, like, you know, Deftones, A Perfect Circle, Alice in Chains, um, you know, being hearing yourself on the radio, seeing your video on on MTV, those kinds of things um, were, were pretty crazy. But uh, you know, getting a gold record was was pretty pretty intense. It's awesome. um, we have less of those moments now. You know, it's like uh, we used to play like a lot of huge festivals for fifty thousand people, and 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 uh, you know now we we do play festivals here and there, but it's 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 fewer and, and more far between and. And uh, those those big moments like that are are definitely fewer and, and far far between, but they still happen here and there, and 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 it always feels good to to feel like you know all the hard work is paying you know has paid off and it's and it's fun in, in that sense. But I mean, it really does the way that we do things now. It is a lot of work, so it's like I mean, I I drive I drive the RV. I'm the driver. I I sell our own you know my own merch at the merch table. I'm the merch guy. You know, I'm the tour manager. I'm the manager. Um, so, you know, it's there, there's a lot of just like everyday bullshit work involved uh, for us at, at this point in time. But like I said, it's still worth it. And it's still fun. Um, and there's still 
things that I find that I enjoy about it quite a bit, especially food, actually, to be honest with you. I, oh, good. I like I like to, you know, hit the best food spots in, in, in all the towns that we travel through and, and to all over the country. And I get a lot of enjoyment out of that. That's awesome. And I think like, um, I think the excitement's like a young man's game in art, you know, like, uh, I think every, oh, like, uh, you've already been in it. I mean, like, you've probably been in the game like 20 years at this point or, or about that, you know, 18, I guess, six, I, like, like hugely, yeah. I think. But it's like, uh, so I mean, I imagine a lot of those, like, they may have been a while ago, but also like, they don't, like, you only feel that moment once, you know what I mean? Like, like popping off, you're like, you're like, you're like, wow, okay. And then like, then it's maintaining that. And like, it's, it's a series of like this and this. And then like, you're one you're one song away from blowing up at any point again or like whatever that even means you know you're already touring so it's like i mean i i i, I just feel like that's the goal is like you know it's like you're one song away at any point from like another gold record and streams i guess at this point instead of sales because your generation had um you guys used to have record sales that's probably why you're enjoying that money back in the day <laughs> they still right, had those right. <laughs> yeah re records used to exist back then and and uh you know i mean the fact that we even went gold um, it's crazy, crazy looking, looking back at it. And I actually have a couple other gold records too, from like movie soundtracks that we were on. And, and, uh, I guess in this day and age, you know, I guess, for example, I do have a, a plaque coming to me right now for, um, the re-record of bottom of a bottle hitting like 50 million streams on Spotify, you know? So like Damn. there are, there are things that happen these days that, that are reminders of like, wow, we've, we've had like success on some level, you know, but it's just not the first time anymore. I mean, you feel like the first time. And then like, now it's like, Oh, another gold record. Oh man, poor, poor Sean, man. You know, he just has another gold record covered, you know, it's just, you know, I mean, just cut, yeah, you're just used to it at this point. You've been like 18 years in the game. I mean, you know, it's just like, it's, it's a lot different than somebody starting out, you know? Yeah, you do. You do get a, a little more used to, you know, things, things happening like that, that, you know, um, it's not as shocking or, or, or crazy awesome as, as the first time, but uh, it's still pretty exciting to even just get a stupid little plaque that says 50 million streams for a tune. You know, it's, it's still, it's still cool. And it's still a, a reminder that, you know, all the hard work you've put in over all the years has paid off and, and been successful on some level, you know? No, for sure. I like I could like relate to that vaguely, like in like a comedic sense. Where like the first time you get like verified in something, you're like, "Well, I told you, mom, I told you I'm going to do something with it." You know, you, know, you, get the, you get the check mark, and then then I ruin it by making fun of people too hard. Like I can't even use, I can't even use Twitter anymore because I just like fuck it. Like 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 just being verified would just be the best in advertising to like fuck with people and stuff. And like and like they just like took that away from me. And like four, I had it for like four months before they took it away from me. They removed it. Yeah, I, I I'm suspended. I can't even use Twitter anymore. Like anytime I make uh, an account, like I think my devices are attached. I don't know the exact specifics, but I'm just saying like that. That was worth it. They were just like fucking around. You get yeah, the whole story. It's like like you, you were verified on Twitter, but like for four months, you know. <laughs> it's just it's just fucking cooler, man. I, I don't know. I, like I don't know. I think it's funny to me. That's like my style too. But like again, if that happened again, like so I'm saying the same thing. If you go on plot or going gold a couple times, you're like, like oh, I already did that. You know, it's like I already fucking I was already verified about something or Facebook like, a couple things. You know, YouTube still, I guess. But you're you're, you're just like oh okay, I already did that. You know what I mean? But like, it's like. Like the first time though, you're just like, you go from being like a random loser to like, wow, I fucking did. You know, it's like, it's like the build right. up. You're just a nobody building up. You know, the I imagine the same in music. Like you're just like, oh, I'm telling all my friends I'm doing this shit. And then like, it takes till you're like 21 in your case, you know, like, like, you're like oh, I'm telling all these fucking people I'm gonna be a rock star and shit. And then it pays off. You're like, okay, well, fuck, you know, like I, I, the people, other people are believing my bullshit, you know? 
like I, yeah yeah I've, I've fooled enough people that now i'm here you know so yeah it's you're right it's, the first record deal was real exciting you know by the seventh yeah. record deal you're just like i can't wait till they fuck us over again and we find out about it you know yeah, I'd love, love to be bitter more so. But yeah, you're calling your principal. You're like, I fucking told you I'm awesome. You're calling like, your, t- your English teacher from like eighth grade. Like, fuck you, you know? Like, like, yeah. like, like in the beginning, you know? And then you're just like, now it's just like, oh, it's another day at work or whatever the fuck, you know? It's true. Yeah, yeah. at first you're like, I fucking did it. Everyone just said I couldn't do it, you know? Yeah, you're calling them all Check up. It out. You're calling family members. You're like, I told you I told you I'd be rich and be poor, motherfucker, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and you get humble. You seem like way more humble, you know? It's like, I guess like, Oh, you just seem like, you know, you're like, for somebody that has a gold record, you seem really humble. Cause I, I don't think, you, I think I would, we should do like a reality show where we take you to like an office. You have to work there for 40 hours, like for like a week or two. And then you like realize uh, how fucking awesome your job is. Yeah, that, is <laughs> that would be pretty tough, man. I, 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 <laughs> I couldn't even show would, him that I, shit. I've been my own boss for 20 years now, and I don't think I could ever work under some, uh, some, some ass clown's thumb, you know, in a, in an office building. I, I'd quit within a day. Yeah, I don't think I could handle it. Yeah, it's like, but it's I, like do, I do the show though. Show. <laughs> you just leave the show only lasts five minutes. Like, like, hey, can you grab me a coffee? It's just you leaving. <laughs> I can stay like, fuck this. It'd be like five minutes in. Like, yeah, no, it's like, it's just like listening to like, like it's people that did dumb shit the longest telling you to do dumb shit. That's you know, it's crazy. Jobs that don't even have to be done half the time, you know? It's just like, like, like this, <laughs> does this jo- do most jobs even have to be done, you know? It's like fucking weird. That's true. <laughs> What are some uh, like futuristic goals you have like going like what what, what keeps you guys like like what are you have an album coming out in October I guess like what like, what else you got going on like yeah um well we got a new album called Black Pilled coming out in October awesome. um a new single off of that called uh, Bitterness and Bleach is is going to come out the same day with the, a music video and um then we hit the road in support of that October twenty second we're doing a tour through the southern U S for about a month um. And then we wrap it up for the year, but then we've got a tour booked for February. And then we've got a tour booked in April and our summer tour of next year's being booked currently. So we, you know, we, we stay on the road. That's, that's really. You have to, I mean, that's your, we, that's your bread and butter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we stay out here on the road and, and we, we release a lot of new music, you know, over the course of the, of the year at home um, from, from Corona. Um, we were, okay. we released like four new EPs. You know, in a year. And, yeah, you're uh, you're releasing a lot of stuff, music videos too, on stand. Yeah, yeah, we we just try to stay stay busy in whatever area we can we can stay busy at, um, depending on the time and and uh, you know, as far as future goals, I just want to continue to be able to pay my mortgage. Really, that's <laughs> that's uh, that's my main goal, number one. You know, um, but just to just to keep doing this and 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 really doing doing things my way. Um, you know, exactly how I see fit and on in my time frame and the way that I want to do it is, is, is really fulfilling. And, and as an artist first, it's just the, the, the best way you could go about it. Um, and so I enjoy it quite a bit. I, I enjoyed recording and releasing music. I enjoy touring and I, I paint a lot too, and I enjoy doing that. And, and, uh, I just want to just keep trucking really. That's my future goal. That's a badass, dude. And I was reading something like positive, also like, uh, like, you, like you've been with your wife for a while. I thought that was good and entertaining. Like a lot of entertainers like like to like just like be pieces of shit. I think you know, I, for lack of better saying, if like I think I think I think it was cool to see that you were in a relationship for a long time. Then uh, like like it looked like a, what like ten or eleven years before you were married, and then you got married. You guys been together forever. It looked like like from like my, my loose research, like so, yeah, we've been 
I've been with my wife for 16 years. That's and, awesome. uh, uh, we didn't get married until 2016. We'd been together for 11 years already. 11. Cool. Yeah. Um, and then we had our, our daughter, um, Nora in, uh, 2017. And so, you know, I, when I get home, I'm definitely doing the family thing. Yeah. I think like, uh, that's gotta be hard, like being away, but then you also have more free time when you're back though too. So it's like the weird balance. I imagine like, he's like, you know what I mean? Like whenever you're home, you're probably home more so than a person that's works 40, 60 hours a week, whatever the fuck people are doing. You know? Like, yeah, no, that it's true. When I, when I am home, I'm home, home, you know, I, I'm not yeah. getting up and going to work uh, at eight in the morning and then getting home at five right before the kids got to go, go to bed. Anyway, I, we wake up and we're like, what do we want to do? And, you know, <laughs> We get but, uh, to, to go to go to the aquarium or go to the go to the zoo or or just bounce around town and buy her some toys. You know, it's it's uh it's it's cool to spend quality time with with the kid like that um, in that in that way. But then it is nice too to to um, to get a little break to, to get on the road here and there as well. So it's it's kind of a nice balance of, of back and forth that 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 uh, keeps me sane, you know, in a way. Definitely. Yeah. And I want to bring that up because I just think like a lot of, a lot of artists just like don't have those values, you know, just like, I mean, I just, I just like seeing people with that, you know, I mean, I don't know you guys personally or anything, but I just, like, when I read that, I was like, I, was like, I actually like to bring it up because I think a lot of people just like, yeah, like a lot of these rock stars, like they're just gonna marry some like fucking stripper or some idiot like that, you know, it's like, they just fuck up right. their whole life and not, not be faithful <laughs> at the very least, you know, they, they're gonna just like bang every fan for some fucking reason. It's just, you just you know I mean, I like seeing actual real shit, you know, and family values and like art, you know, I, I think there's a, there's not a lot of artists that, that at least present themselves that way or act that way, you know? So it's cool seeing that man. Like, to be honest with you. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. It's, um, you know, our, our, our moral state as a society is, is pretty fucking pretty degenerated at this point. So yeah. Yeah, definitely I, 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 I can definitely appreciate the old school, the old school family values and the, the old school values in general that, that used to exist in our country. I think that one of the reasons we're falling apart as a country is that those values have just been devalued. No, definitely. I, I definitely think there's, yeah, there's no strong font. There's very low, low amount of strong fa uh, families and strong father figures and stuff. And it's like, uh, and like it's almost yep. punk. To, it's almost punk rock to talk about that now. Like, like you mean like in the nineties, it was like, it was like, Oh fuck my parents, you know, but like now, now it's like, uh, we're back to like, okay, why are these, okay. Well, unfuck our parents. Let's figure this out. <laughs> like, you're just like, how, how do we figure this out? We made a mistake. We've gone too far. We gotta, you know, it's like, we gotta figure out it's how true. to, how to like lead, you know, how to be good leaders and stuff. And like, good, I mean, and every, everyone's a leader, you know, everyone could be a leader or whatever, you know, it's like, it's just, I, I just like seeing that. I definitely think it has a lot to do with the current state. I mean, I'm not going to get too, too much into what I think is going on, but <laughs> try, try, yeah, to keep, I, try to keep listeners on the music, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You could get real deep on, on the state of the world these days if you wanted to, but uh, then you just immediately divide your fan base right in half and, 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 you know, cause a lot of uh internet drama so yeah i'm like my guy had 65 vaccines i love joe biden you know hail joe biden <laughs> you know i already said his sentence one time you know he's like, like he completed it it was great we're, pr we're proud of our boy you know we're proud of our 
No, but uh, yeah, no, it's like, it's a crazy world, man. I, I think artists like you uh, kind of like take people out of their shitty situations. And I think like, especially like lyrics and stuff you've written in the past. And well, I guess every moment from now to the past, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think you like kind of took people out of their bullshit situations a lot of times. I see that in a lot of comments, like when I was reading that, like, uh, it's, it's yeah. good to, uh, a, lot, a lot of people are like kind of working their way out, working their way to a good life, you know, and they're stuck in a shitty situation. And like, uh, when they hear like people with confidence say it, I mean, with a guitar or something, especially, I think people can kind of relate to that. And that, like, uh, that changes people. I mean, I think like that. That was like, I mean, it's like whenever I was like going, like if I was going through a bad time, I was turning through like Norm McDonald jokes because like he just like has this, has this like light and funny humor. And I'm just like, I'll, I'll always remember that, you know? And I think like music's been like that way for a lot of people too. You know, that was just like my rough like relation r lately, you know, to artists. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I mean, you know, like you said, music, comedy, I mean, these are things that people can turn to when they need something. And, uh, I do get that, that, uh, comment quite a bit that the, the lyrical content of, of our songs have helped somebody through this time period in that life or that time period in their life and it's always nice to hear that because it it definitely feels like uh it feels good to to know that maybe something that that i did like actually helped somebody else you know that that's a great feeling and uh and it's definitely you know one of the things that's kept me doing this for a long time is hearing that enough times it, it's it's a motivator you know to keep to keep doing what i do yeah it's like i know it's going backwards and you're like i got a new fucking album stop talking about shit 20 years ago but uh <laughs> but that's no, how no, dude, I, put it, you know but, I, like i'm not here to just pump the new album and and yeah. whatever i'm i'm you know the new album will do what it'll do i'm not i'm not worried about that well, I made a false assumption. I apologize. But I was just saying, like, I feel like, <laughs> but, but I feel like, uh, like, Bomb the Bomb was good in that, like, uh, that youth, like, kind of rebellion kind of way. And then Silhouettes, like, kind of defined a fucking generation, to be honest with you, man. And, like, when you're, when you're just like, I didn't want to grow up, like, all right, right. This episode is sponsored by Dr. Hemp. Go to Dr. Hemp Supplies, DR, uh, hempsupply.com. You get some palm pre rolls. This is CBD and CBG. You have uh, mint flavors, banana flavors, berry flavors, watermelon, pine. Just try them all. Go to drhempsupply.com. Use promo code Best Show. This episode is brought to you by Cream City Vapes. Go to creamcityvapes.com, a link in the description. Well, work like my mother. I tried uh, exact butane and torches, carm caps and pearls, dab dumpster, dab tools, mood mats, temp readers. Free shipping over $50, and they plant one tree per product sold. This episode is brought to you by Cream City Vapes. Go to creamcityvapes.com, a link in the description. Uh, get butane and torches, carb caps and pearls, dab dumpster, dab tools, mood mats, temp readers, free shipping over $50, and they plant one tree per product sold. Lyrics, like, like those, those fucking lines and silhouettes, like, probably define a generation or related to me very well. Like, the like the broken home yeah. kind of thing, the whole, like, you know, the whole, like, and it made you not want to be that person when you grew up, and it made you not want to, you know, it's just like, uh, it, it really, I think that, like, you, like, I mean, I had, like, I was going back through your catalog, and I was like, I was remembering what that was like to hear that when I was a kid. And I was just like, wow, yeah, I used to love that fucking song. And like how relatable it was really, man. Like I was like, I mean, that defined a generation of like, just like fatherless families, you know, like realistically, or, I mean, you talk about having a father, but I mean, that broken feeling, I think most people get that from a fatherless family. You know, it's like, I guess how people get there, you know, but like, but not in that song, but it is just like a weird thing. You define like both like that young, like that young kind of spirit, you know, the party aspect of it. And then I'm gonna get a little real on this fucking song. You know, it's like, Right. I, I feel like that and like is it weird singing um is it weird singing bottom the bottle being like a so like less partying or sober I, I assume like uh is it weird is it weird singing a song or is it just like to remind you of good times still or whatever you know like it's you know it 
I don't I don't really like when I'm playing it, I don't relate it to to myself and my current non-partying situation. I just kind of I just kind of play it and, and and don't I don't really think about focus on the lyrics when we're playing. I, I just more focus on the energy that the crowd gets when we play it because everybody gets obviously stoked the most at that song because it's it's the the most famous song we've released and and um the one that everybody knows the best so um i just focus on the energy created by that and and just to try to enjoy that you know yeah that song and, uh, fucking rocks i mean that, that song fucking rocks still man i was like i was listening the other day just, just like i said going through your catalog before the interview and stuff i'm like i mean that fucking that still kills man like it's, it's a fucking good song you know thank you dude i appreciate that no problem, man. Not like my, my most recent finds. I brought up like three times. I think I already like like the acoustic songs. If you listen to this, if you listen to this or watch this, whatever the fuck you're doing, like check out those acoustic songs by the fucking Sean Man, like in Swampy Soul and stuff. Like just fucking good. Like it's just so fucking good, dude. Like it's crazy. Thank you, man. Yeah, I I, I mean, uh, you know, I, I think they're cool because it's a slightly different take on 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 the same tune with it just a, a different energy and feel, you know, and and uh, fun to kind of change it up like that. Yeah, dude, it's gonna be like, oh, so we're, you're uh, you're in Minnesota now. You said like, uh... yeah, we're we're actually just driving through Minnesota. We had a day off today. We were just up uh, in Wisconsin, I and saw, uh, okay. um, then tomorrow we're in Sioux Falls, uh, South Dakota, and then we do like an Iowa show and a couple more Wisconsin shows. Circle back around, and then and then we're off for a, a little bit there. South Dakota is like a funny area. Like uh, that whole area is like funny. It's like it's, it's like it's just like dances with wolves, which like shot here, like fucking like 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 uh, like the last Titanic houses. Like, there's like a tourist trap. Like you know, it's like all along the whole road. I'm like all South Dakota is a tourist trap. Like <laughs> it, it it is an interesting place. It, it's it's got some cool uh, some cool elements going on for sure. We don't play that many shows there because it's you know it's not that populated and. Oh, yeah. and, uh, and and not not exactly the rock the rock scene but uh sioux falls we seem to hit like usually like maybe once a year i'd say it's nice i just like yeah just south of goes makes me laugh i just, I just remember all the like the bullshit like every, along the sides of the roads everywhere it's like it's like uh mount rushmore wasn't cool i don't know like, i feel like i feel like i feel like it was like supposed to be really cool and like it, it seemed like it took a lot of work to not be cool you know <laughs> like, like have you seen that yet have you seen that yeah yeah, were you impressed? Like, or was it just me? I don't know. Well, you know, to be honest with you, I I only have have been there one time, and I was seven. So oh, okay, it was, okay. It was one of those. It was one of those things. Like, I have memories of it, but I mean, it was pretty foggy. You know, it's probably uh, cool at seven. It's probably cool. At uh, seven. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it was it was decently cool, but I you know, I I don't think it wasn't like life changing. That's for sure. Yeah, I just like saw it. I'm just like, why the fuck? I didn't even go up to it. I just like drove by it. I'm like, fuck that. Like, you I mean, I love America, man, but like, it's just fucking people's faces or something. This is boring. I'm just like, it fucking sucks. I got a cell phone. It's like way more entertaining, you know? It's like, <laughs> dude, yeah, South Dakota's a rich market it, too, probably. I hear you. It's like a rich market. They got oil money up there, I think, in South Dakota. Like, they got to tap in all that. Like, get those, get those, get those, get that fucking oil money, bro. <laughs> yeah, they do. You know, a lot of the people in, in South Dakota, North Dakota that, that come to our shows have said like, oh, we're just here working, working the oil thing, you know, uh, from different places, just, just living there to, to, to work an oil gig. They start doing $3,000 tickets there, you know, <laughs> those motherfuckers right. are all making like 200, they're all making like 200 K and shit, you know? 
We've we've definitely sold some good merch at, at some Minot, North Dakota shows in the past. <laughs> no, I bet, man. Those guys are loaded. It's, it's just like yeah. all dudes. I, I, I think the fucking like fast food like plays like 20 bucks an hour. I can't get anybody to do anything. Like, it's like everybody's right. there for oil. So like all the all the other industries around there are crazy. Like, and you said the Wisconsin. is booming. Yeah. But yeah, it's true. Yeah. I've, I've only been to Wisconsin, like the Dells or whatever. That I went whitewater raft in there, but I don't know much about Wisconsin other than they like, put syrup on cheese and like try to serve it to me all the time. I remember that shit. Like, <laughs> It was good, but it was just weird, you know. <laughs> they they do love cheese, that's for sure. They they every single like place that you go in Wisconsin has cheese curds, you know. Either yeah. either the regular squeaky cheese curds or fried cheese curds or whatever. And so I always, you know, I always make it a point to get some uh, fried cheese curds when I'm there. It's kind of traditional. What's the What's the best food recently that you had, like uh, by traveling and stuff? Mm, well, um. Let me think here on this tour. This tour is, is pretty fresh here, but, uh, yeah, you just oh, you know, we, we were just in Denver not that long ago. And there's this great dumpling house that I go to in Denver called, uh, Empress. Okay. And, uh, so if you're ever in Denver and you want some dumplings, Empress, and, uh, they do those great, like uh, little pork buns, the little, like, it looks like a little roll. But it's like very like light and fluffy looking, like almost like a white pillowy kind of kind of dough ball. And then it's stuffed though on the inside with barbecue pork. That sounds fire. Oh, dude, it's great. Um, and then you know, I mean, barbecue is one of my favorite personal uh, favorite choices of of food genres. And and so, you know, we tour the South a lot, and and I just I make a point to go to every like legendary barbecue <laughs> place that exists. No, we got a lot in common with that, man. I, think I, cut, I cut through Memphis anywhere I go south or east. If I ever go south or east, I'm going to Memphis, even if it takes like five hours out of the trip. Because like, it, it, yeah. like, I'll just go to Beale Street and get like piggies or whatever, Central Bar use just every single time. Like, yeah. they ruin you, man. They ruin, I'll see ribs the whole time I'm there. I went there for like a yeah. week one time to say ribs the whole time, rib sandwiches, rib whatever. You know, it's like, just like, but like, just, I, it ruined my life because I like left and I was so craving that and I couldn't get it anywhere. I'm like, this is, this is, it just ruined my life, man. That's the thing, you know, those, some of these Southern cities, I mean, you, you have the barbecue that they can, that they can make and you just no barbecue touches that shit ever yeah. again. Can, yeah. Kansas city too, the, the ribs in Kansas city. I mean, uh, Joe's Kansas city barbecue Q 39. I mean, there's just so many killer, uh, barbecue spots, burnt ends. Oh my God. Uh, that one's famous. You know, Where's that from? I've heard that one before. It's like a famous barbecue place. I think. Oh, uh, Joe's. Yeah, I think so. Right, that's like pretty well known, right? Very famous. Yeah, it's I in a so. gas station. It's in a okay. gas station, and if you don't get there by eleven, just after eleven, you're fucked because the line just goes like just you know winds and winds and winds within the gas station, and then it goes out the door and up the street. Um, but dude, the ribs. I mean, I, I don't even. I don't even put barbecue sauce on them because oh, wow. they're just that like the sauce is great, but the, the dry rub that they, that they put on there is so amazing. And the ribs are so juicy and oily and moist that you just don't need the sauce. And it almost like gets in the way of the natural flavor of the, of the ribs themselves and the dry rub. I'll have to try um, that. I've only driven through, like, I think I've been to Canyon City one time for my buddy. My buddy had a show there, one of those venues. It was a wild, it's a wild, wild neighborhood, but, uh, people are fucking wild, but like, I, I definitely need to eat barbecue. It's only like three hours. It's like three hours from where I'm at right now. 
It was yeah, you're, you're, you aren't far. You should you should definitely stop if you're ever in the area. And the thing about Joe's though that I recently discovered because I used to make a habit of going there every every. Oh, well, I still do. I, I go there every time we go through Kansas City. But I used to always go to the one in downtown uh, at the gas station. It's the original. But recently, I found out that they've actually opened up other branches in the area, even like on the outskirts and like some suburban kind of areas around Kansas City. And I went to one of them and I think it was Overland Park and it was just as good. It was like the same and it's way less hassle, you know, uh, not in downtown. A lot of I've been parking. Overland Park. I've been to Overland Park. And, uh, so I know there pretty well. Yeah. And so, so I definitely recommend that it's, it's man, it's just such good. The ribs are just unbeatable. You know, you may have sold me on that. Honestly, I'm, I'm going to leave right now and go. <laughs> you may have sold me. Honestly, that. Yeah, I don't know too much about Kansas City. I'm from like I live in St. Louis a lot, but like in the suburbs around there. But like, yeah. and you know, when you said the gas station thing, like you know, if people are going to a gas station to eat food, it's got to be fucking awesome. Especially if there's a line, and, that, and that's how yeah. it was. This Mexican restaurant, like my parent, my parents or my mom's town, like uh, she was in, like the suburbs, like uh, like there's like this Mexican restaurant. It's an old gas station. It's like the best Mexican food I've ever had in my fucking life. It's just because and like really. Like, yeah, you know, if the location sucks, the food's probably awesome almost. You know, that's how I almost feel a lot of times. Like, yep. No, it's, it's true. There's, I've, I've eaten at a lot of great places that are just in a shack or, or, or a gas station or just a weird place that you're just like, you pull up and you're like, this, I don't know about this, but then the food just blows you away, you know? Yeah, it's not like all those places in the ghetto. But they have like those like stands in like the ghetto areas. And, like, I'm just like, fuck it, I want that right now. I'm, like, give me that. Yeah. Like, like, give me whatever the fuck you're What are you making? Yeah, I'll take like three of whatever the fuck. You know, it's like immediately like, <laughs> like it's ours. true so, some of the best tacos i've ever had in my life have been in you know have been like little shit stands or trucks and ghettos and and uh you know, it sounds like california, california or, yeah it sounds like california immediately yeah 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 well i'm from california originally so I've, I've definitely eaten a lot of great mexican food there and uh but like you said it, it's it's pretty pretty typically true that some shitty little taco truck on the side of the road in, in a dangerous neighborhood is going to be awesome. Yeah, that's how that's how like parts of, like a lot of LA and Oakland have like that a lot. I feel like like or, yeah. I hadn't been there. I hadn't been there in years. But like when I was there, like I feel like those like, those are the spots. Like the the food trucks are better than the restaurants almost. Like oh for sure, yeah for sure. <laughs> it was crazy, man. Where are you from originally? I'm from LA. Okay, like the city or the county or what, like what? Are... I I was born in Panorama City, which is okay. LA proper, and then uh. I grew up um, in Santa Clarita, which is like northern L.A. County. Okay. And then uh, I moved to Maine when I was uh, seven. And then that I makes moved back sense. To- when you said that, that quick that you're in Maine, you seem like a Maine person. That makes sense. That's weird. Okay. How long did you live there? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt your story. In Maine? I lived yeah. in Maine for eight, eight years. So I moved there when I was okay. seven. Uh, lived there until I was 15 and then moved back to California and then – I lived there until I 2013 and I moved to Arkansas. You live in Arkansas? Okay, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm right. I'm in Missouri, right? But that's crazy. Yeah, you don't yeah. seem very LA. You do in the sense that you like play music and like you like your have long hair maybe or something, but like your personality doesn't seem very California. And the main well, thing makes sense. And then now you live in Arkansas. That that filled in a lot of holes to me. So I was like wondering when you said you're from LA, I'm like, you don't seem like like with all not to be a dick, but like that dumb. <laughs> Like you mean like, like not to be a dick, you know. I don't mean overgeneralization, but like I just feel like like a lot of people are surface people, you know, trying to be famous versus like you know I don't know. Dude, there's a there's a reason I don't live in L.A. You know, it's it's uh, I, I I've never once regretted moving away from 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 California, and especially these last 
this last year plus. Man, I am so glad I live in Arkansas, dude. It's it's the best move I ever made in my life. But you know, you're right. LA people are are very fake and they're very full of shit. And uh, it's just a shitty. I mean, there are good people there. There's good people everywhere. But yeah. overall, you know, the vibe overall. Yeah. The, the attitude is not good there. And uh, moving from LA to Arkansas, where you know Arkansas is the south got the southern hospitality it's got the hey y'all how you doing today <laughs> and uh it, you know that that shit is genuine too there so it's like it's like moving from la where it's the cutthroat rat race and everybody's trying to like like you said be famous and make it in this or that or whatever prove that they're good enough prove that they're better than you and then you move to um arkansas where everyone's just just being friendly and kind and 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 chilling um it's just such a good feeling to, it's just, you feel, you feel that oppression of LA just lift up <laughs> off your shoulders and you just feel so, it feels so good, you know? No, I, I definitely relate to that. Like, I feel like, I feel like television made me try to, I, I live in California very, very, very briefly. Uh, like, yeah. I, 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 like TV made me move there almost, you know? And then like, I, I, I love Missouri so much more, man. Like the whole time, everybody's like, you, you're grounded in your room or some shit. Like Dr. Fauci's like, you're grounded in your room, motherfucker. I, like, I would go to like buffets and shit. They didn't give a fuck out of here, man. They don't give a fuck out of here. And I love, I love, I love America and I, and I love the Midwest <laughs> and the South. Yeah. Too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's geez. just in Missouri. Missouri and Arkansas have a lot in common. I, I, I spent a ton of time in Missouri and I, I like Missouri a lot too. You know, it's the woods and it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of, you know, more real people and, and freedom is still a thing. You know, yeah. that's quite important to me. I mean, it's hilarious, uh, no. I, I, I enjoy freedom, you know, so, uh, you know, I get it. No, same man. Yeah, it's crazy. And Missouri has the best of like. I, I feel like uh, Little Rock has one tower, so I don't know if that counts as, as a city. But uh, <laughs> like that's like, like I, I, I was there. Like it's like one tower. Like how do you have one tower? It was, just, like, it, was it was always weird to me, right? Like you see that, but like but I feel like in in you, I mean, St. Louis is like built like a big town, but it has like a suburban like population like size, you know, which is which right. is kind of weird. But you have both. I'm either like you said in the woods or in the city. I have like I have the luxury of both right now. You know, it's like. Uh, we got, we're building like a bus, like into an RV, like uh, and like kind of doing that in the country, and like just kind of do stuff like that, and like I go get Airbnbs in the city sometime, like I am right now. You know, it's like I feel like that's like right. the move when I'm in the area. You know, I feel like this yeah. like the moves. Like I love both, man. But like, it, and we're slowly getting away to where like, the city city's returning to a state where I could actually go to restaurants again without being asked like retarded questions. You know, <laughs> it's like, right? Like it's, it's fucking weird. What, what up? Is this, is it too personal that on a podcast to ask what city you're from, like what area you're in? Like, no, no. I, okay. When I first moved to Arkansas, I I moved to actually the Little Rock area, but I was okay. thirty minutes out. I was in a, a, a smaller town called Conway. I know and, that's crazy. I know the area very well. It's crazy. You do? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, so it's, a, it's a cool little town about thirty minutes outside of Little Rock, and and uh, it was cool because we could, you know, easily pop into Little Rock for for groceries or or restaurants or whatever. But but then we were still in this pretty relatively small town still um but then uh in 2019 we moved up to northwest arkansas up by fayetteville okay yeah, um, no, that's fine which is which is actually we're only about 30 minutes from the missouri border right you're up north yeah that's crazy yes i mean it's it's about 40 minutes to joplin you're in the ozark right? center you're based in the ozark mountains right like basically pretty much i mean i'm not yeah. in the mountains mountains but but Close where we is. are is is technically you know 
I don't know if it's the base of the Ozarks or whatever, but our elevation is definitely higher, even though it's not crazy mountainous yet. But if you just drive a little ways, you're going to be in them. Yeah, that's where I, that's where I am a lot of times. Like Steelville, Missouri is like this, the other end of those mountains. <laughs> I mean, yeah. basically, I'm like still southern Missouri-ish, you know. But that's uh, yeah. that's that's crazy. I didn't I didn't expect you to live in Arkansas. That's crazy to me. Like, like uh, that's probably why we look the same. Like we're both in the Midwest. That's yeah. yeah, it, it makes a lot of. That's funny though. And I know, yeah. Like Little Rocks, I got some. You got like hillbilly gangsters up there. Like those motherfuckers will rob you in ten seconds. Like you got some. They got. You gotta watch. You gotta watch your back in Arkansas. You got a bunch of fucking. Like literally like hillbilly gangsters. It's fucking weird. <laughs> like it's yeah. There's there's person. some there, there's some rough you know areas in, in Little Rock for sure. But uh, um, you know where I live, there's there's really nothing nothing rough about it. It's pretty calm. For sure. Pretty, yeah. The, the city's crazy. Pretty nice. For sure. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Was, always. I, I think my buddies were in like a, uh, my buddies were in a reggae band. I think they almost got fucking robbed up there of their all their stuff. It's, I was just, I just like, hear all these stories. I'm like, and I travel a little bit with them and stuff. I wasn't there that time, but I just remember, I just remember like, you're like, I, and like my brother, uh, my mom's brother, he's from Arkansas. That's how I know Conway and all those areas. He's actually from down there. And uh, okay. he'd, he'd come up with his friends. They all just sound like hillbilly gangsters. It was like, this shit made me laugh so hard, dude. I'm just like, uh, it was, just, it was just funny. It's, it's like, it's like Florida hillbillies are kind of weird too, you know. Like they have like, it's just like a different kind of, it's a different kind of hillbilly in each city, almost like you know, or each state, you know. Oh yeah, there's it's many, just, many different kinds. <laughs> it was just funny. I mean, I'll end up talking to you for nine more hours. We don't get this. This needs to be promo, I guess, huh? So, uh, what, <laughs> throw, throw out some links and shit before I talk your fucking ear off, man. Uh, <laughs> what, uh, where should people find your stuff, or what do you want? You know, people like I'd suggest YouTube, like awesome videos. But where do you, <laughs> what do you think, man? Yeah, I mean, you know, our our music is is available on all the all the streaming and downloading platforms, the standard ones, you know, Spotify and uh, Apple Music and Amazon and pandora all those um we we have a facebook and an instagram and a twitter and um youtube a lot of videos on youtube so you can get our our stuff or find our stuff on any of those and <laughs> and uh check it out that's hilarious asking bigger bands that because like you know but people can just fucking google it already been there they already have your fucking cds or whatever the fuck you know, it's like it's like funny asking like a bigger band i feel like there's always it's always a good question that's what the whole point of the podcast is you know but it's just like it, oh yeah it just makes me laugh it's like people like oh where do i find smile empty soul at you know it's just like you're know, just like <laughs> they fucking listen to your music for fucking decade probably though well in this day and age too it's it's everybody's in the same spots you know even uh you know every local band across the country i mean it, it doesn't take anything to upload your your music to a, a digital distribution platform and you're instantly on all of those all those different platforms you know so uh it's it is, there's really only so many places these days it, it, it's cool in 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 some ways you know that it's all it's all centralized in a couple spots yeah i think i think it was way, way cooler when it first started like when we got rid of the record industry and stuff like that now it's like now now it's like silicon valley is like worse than the record industry it's like oh my god we deal with these guys now it's like what are we gonna do we're going back to the record store to get rid of these fucking guys they just go back and get thrown in trash cans or something you know it's like hot, like even these like we got to think of like an exit strategy for all those shit because they're just like enslaving us now it's like yeah like like, like i mean Silicon Valley was really cool until like you know we became this like corporate dictatorship you know yeah it's it's ever-changing and and man it keeps you on your fucking toes i mean <laughs> that's true you, you never know you never know how it's going to change next at this point 
Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll let you get out of it. So I'll talk your fucking ear off, man. I feel like this is going on. I, I don't want this to turn into like a fucking Joe Rogan podcast where it's like four hours and people like only listen like 10 or seven or some shit, you know? But um, <laughs> all we need to do is just both be smoking a little herb together, you know, on here and it could become that, you know? It's, yeah. Talk about DMT and then pretend like sacred geometry is interesting. And like, that's right. That's and then right. like uh, maybe do some push ups and sell some Axe body spray. We're in business, you know? There you go. We're in fucking business. <laughs> I always, we always call that guy Joe Rogan. Like, <laughs> Joe Rogan. Yeah, just to talk nice. shit. He's probably cool. That's like talking shit. He's living his dream. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. He's living his dream. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't listen too often. I, I've heard a couple of things uh, here and there. I, I've, I've, I actually just posted, reposted something from him because I thought it was fucking great. It was a great little rant. You know, sometimes he, sometimes he's like right on the money with something, and this particular issue was was freedom in general and how important it is and how people these days are so quick to just not realize that everything that they have, everything that they've, that they've enjoyed in this life is because of the freedoms that we have here. And, uh, I thought it was really on point, but then I've heard him so many times say shit that I'm just like, what in the fuck dude? So, you know, he's just one of those guys that, uh, sometimes he says cool shit and sometimes he doesn't, but, uh, I guess he's good at what he does. He's he's obviously huge. I just killed it. Yeah, he's like a woke bro. Where I can relate to him as intellectualism, but not as like broness. You know, it's like right. <laughs> that's what it is. I think mostly like but that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, the freedom thing is crazy. Yeah, I think they're just manipulating people through fear and like MK Ultra style to basically be obedient and stuff like that. Certainly, this death cult right now, and it's just like weird. Yeah. It's like we're guys that like thrive on adrenaline, so like dumb shit doesn't scare us. I think that's how, like, probably how you relate to it too. And like we probably weren't traumatized. I think they play on people that are traumatized as kids. They traumatize them now. Constant state of fear. It's like. Now it's a, now it's a hurricane. We're so, I mean, I get hurricanes are brutal, but it's like it's like there's only so many things I'd be scared of this month. You know, it's like fuck, dude. It's like, <laughs> like murder hornets. You know, it's it just yeah. shut the fuck up, dude. I, I I I should be dead right now, and I'm not. And fucking, I've done nothing know. to protect myself. Right, <laughs> I'm still right. here. I, I I have lived a reckless ass life, and I'm almost forty. You know, it, you're not gonna scare me into submission with anything. I'd I'd rather die fighting for my freedom than than give it all up out of fear over something you know it's it's it's, yeah, it's uh and things too looks... important too important for of course us but also like our next generation you know I, I have a daughter now and and it makes me look at things totally differently i look at like the the long-term future and it's like you know i want her to enjoy the freedoms that we had growing up you know it's important no, it is. And like, I can't understand how people don't see that. Like, it's just like, I, mean, I just don't even understand. I, I, mean, I do loosely that they're just scared, stupid, like, like just literally. That, that's like, what it is. It, you know, fear is just a powerful thing. And they, the, 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 the power structure knows how to wield that as a weapon. So they, they do, they do wield that purposefully and they do it well. And then they, they put people into this state where they're, where they're malleable and they, fucking manipulate the shit out of them and they they create a society like what we're in now where people are like begging to give up their freedoms in the name of a little bit of safety that they won't get either 
Yeah, I know. I go back and forth on technology because like technology allows me to talk to the singer of Smile Empty Soul for no fucking reason. But it also like oppresses me and monitors me constantly and does all it has cameras on a GPS on a microphone on like the end, like we have 15 different organizations listening to us talk about this right now. Okay, like, <laughs> like you know I mean we got we got China, we got the FBI, we got the NSA, we got fucking you know, all these different fucking organizations, like you know, what I mean? then we got like our cell phone providers or fucking internet providers or fucking apps we downloaded listening to it. It was like we had so much. I mean, that's the downside of it, but the pro side of it's fucking I mean, if this was used properly, this would be fucking great but like it's about that point where we just get rid of this shit and throw them back in trash cans you know it's like like they only seem strong as they run the media i mean they're fucking weak man you know like evil's weak as fuck it's the weakest force on the planet man like truth and love and whatever is so much stronger you know it's just like they they, they don't they have to lie you know <laughs> like good oh yeah it doesn't have to lie good just exists you know that's true that's true i, I agree with you 100 on technology it's this double-edged sword man it's there's so many amazing things that it provides but it's really fucking scary at the same time where it's going to end up going is could be the potential downfall of, of everything at the end of the day. We'll just have to see, I guess. Yeah. I'll just see if people realize what's going on. Can utilize it properly. It's just like a tool. I mean, a hammer could be like a, yeah. could, could build you a house or it could fucking murder a family. You know, it's like just, it's how you fucking use it. You know, that's all it ever right, is. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's crazy. But yeah, no, I feel like this turned into a Joe Rogan episode. We got to fucking like get the fuck off here. Otherwise, we'll be out here for four hours, people. But uh, but dude, thank you, man, so much. I'm a big fan of the fucking uh, band and everything, man. I look forward to the new album coming out. Um, and I, like, I've said this like five times. I, I, I Anyone listening should look up those acoustic songs. They fucking kill. Like, they're fucking awesome, man. Thank you, man. I, I appreciate you. I appreciate the kind words. And I, I appreciate you having me on, dude. It's been been fun. This show is possible because of sponsors like Siempre Tequila. Um, it's a good sipping tequila, good mixing for margaritas. Um, link in the description. Buy some right now.